Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your host, Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. Today, we are going to talk about our workforce and what we can do to better help them develop. Joining me by phone today is Michael DeVos, metallurgist from PMPA member Otacampu Stainless Bar. Welcome, Michael. Thank you. Is it true that I'm your first guest to be interviewed for the podcast? Michael, you are our first interviewee. Congratulations. An important part of our mission at PMPA is to provide our members with information and resources that advance their interests, resources to help them adapt and thrive. And you just happen to have the latest new information and resource for our members regarding the machining of stainless steel. So I thought that we could discuss this new resource, how it came to be, the kinds of information it contains, and then I'll let you tell our members how they can get a copy. You mean it wasn't because of my charm and expertise? <laughs> well, Michael, your expertise just might have had something to do with it. Uh, frankly, I'm impressed. I'm holding this machining handbook in my hands. It's a real thing. It's not a picture, if you will. This is an impressive volume, 128 pages of useful technical information. How, how did this come to be? The Autocumbu Machining Handbook has its origins back in the 1990s, whenever the original version was written. Uh, we wanted to provide a more modern and up-to-date copy, since I've been told machining has changed a little bit in the 20-plus years since then. Uh, and the handbook is a co collaboration between machinists, toolmakers, and metallurgists from various companies, predominantly Otakumpu, uh, talking about the machining of stainless steels. Well, the thing that puzzled me, and frankly, I think it's really interesting in, in this day of Zoom meetings, and you can find everything online. I mean, look how many medical experts got their degrees on Dr. YouTube. Uh, how is it that Otakumpu made the decision to invest in, in, in a printed handbook? I mean, that's just, that's not the kind of thinking I expect these days. Well, Otakumpu still produces electronic educational material, but we still find value in physical resources. We wanted to create a handbook that was you know, had all the basic and technical information that they needed cover to cover that you could read all the way and also be available for quick references for things like troubleshooting. Well, the troubleshooting is a strength. We'll talk about one aspect of that that I found later on in our conversation. I, I really can't fault that kind of thinking at all. But what surprised me, I think, was how comprehensive it is. You know, I expected it to be a collection of grade sheets, you know, stuff you already had, tables showing properties, that kind of thing. This uh, this is different. This is, I almost want to say, a comprehensive textbook about how to machine stainless steel. And it's not about stainless steel. It's about machining stainless steel. And it's about machining every bit as much as it is on the stainless steel. 
that's just surprising to me coming from a steel company. Do you agree? Uh, Of course I agree. And that's the result of all the different perspectives who contributed to the book. You need to really understand the different demands of the different machining uh, processes, turning, milling, drilling, threading, sawing, etc., to be able to understand the impacts of the different stainless steel grades and the different alloys. And that, you know, combined perspective really helps you be, you know, a better machinist for stainless steel and maybe a better machinist too. Well, certainly helping our our members performers become better machinists is in everyone's best interest. So what I found helpful is the use of the graphics in this handbook to explain the processes clearly. Then there's facts to back up those graphics. They support the graphics and really give you an in-depth understanding of the issues being uh, described. If I'm allowed to be a fanboy, and my my son used to call me an Apple fanboy when I got my first iPod, you know, it's like, I'd like to say that that introductory chapter does a really great job of showing. I mean, this is a book, and it's showing, not just talking about machining as a process. Let me ask you this. Do you know what my favorite, absolute favorite is in this book? I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people say that when when I ask them, what do they think I'm thinking? The point is, it's the discussion and photos of the chips on pages 18 and 19. A lot of people in industry are under the mistaken impression that we make parts in our shops. It's my experience that we sell parts, but what we make, what we really do make, is chips, a lot of chips. For every part that we sell, we make thousands and thousands and thousands of chips. Helping our members see that the process of making parts for sale is really about producing chips consistently, producing a high-quality chip, if you will, a chip with the proper geometry and shape and, and actually thermal treatment because we put the heat in it, that that whole area of our process is under our control. I really think that's probably the most important takeaway. When I got into this industry as a metallurgist, one of the first things I was taught was to look at the chips too. Uh, The man who taught me is a 74-year-old man who has been in a machine shop since he was 14 when he worked in his dad's shop. Uh, He had me create chip charts so I could understand exactly what she said about creating a chip with the proper geometry and how the different uh, parameters impact that. And so whenever I visit a shop, you know, the first thing I always do is I like to go to the chip bin and look at that to make sure that the chips reflect good tool wear, good removal, good performance. And, you know, I hear from customers about what they say about whenever they first start machining stainless steel. I've seen my fair share of pictures of bird nesting. And yeah, stainless steel can be a little bit more difficult to machine as compared to a carbon steel. But, you know, once you know what you're doing, you can make a beautiful chip from these pieces and parts. Well, Michael, you're not the only one who goes first to the chip chip cart 
uh, when he visits the shop. That's really important. So, Michael, what is it that you like about this handbook? What is it that you think will make it so valuable to the people you've met at our PMPA conferences that are working in the shop and, and making parts that really make a difference for all of us um, out of stainless steel uh, on their precision machining equipment? I like how the handbook first starts by distinguishing the very different types of stainless steel. Uh, stainless steel is not just a catch-all term. You have austenitic stainless steels like 304, 316, 321, 347, which are different from your duplex stainless steels like 2205 and 2507, and really helps people understand those. And you have your martensitics and ferritic grades and your precipitation hardenables like your 17.4. It really helps uh, our customers and PMPA members really you know, understand the variety of stainless steels that there is. And from there, you know, it gives you all the different troubleshooting options. And it will show you that whenever you're machining stainless steels, these are the considerations you have to consider. Whenever you're dealing with, uh, you know, built-up edge, high tool wear, poor chipping, and those kinds of things, especially what you find in uh, austenitic and duplex series. So that troubleshooting is interesting. You're, you're talking about it as if it's grade related, but in fact, the troubleshooting is by process, not just by grade. So for sawing, uh, you know, there's, there's some issues to, to, to uh, examine for uh, thread cutting versus thread rolling or forming. There, there were different aspects of uh, troubleshooting uh, inquiry based on the process as well as the material or even the tool that you're machining with. For example, in the milling section, it may have troubleshooting guides for milling with carbide tools or high-speed tools. For sure. I think that understanding our processes um, that, that we're making chips first and foremost is, is really an important concern. It's an important lesson for us if we're gonna be better machinists and produce high-quality products. So what is it that you like about this handbook that makes it so valuable? Personally, to me, as a metallurgist who got into machining, my favorite thing is the, the simple graph about tool lifetime versus uh, cutting speed, uh, figure nine. And there's so much information that this has and can be shown in other kinds of things. Uh, it shows out where the built-up edge region is, which is very common in stainless steels. It has the basis for the Taylor equation, which is how we figure out to a lifetime whenever you change cutting speeds. And there's so much information in this small little graph that you can really learn a lot from and demonstrate in operations like facing. So the Taylor equation is, you know, I remember when when I was starting out in, in my career and that was that was the be all and end all. And after 20 or 30 years, we kind of rely on our, our experience and our, our instincts almost. Uh, I'm glad that you're finding that the Taylor equation does provide a roadmap for uh, understanding what's going on in our shops. One of the things that I thought this handbook does very well is covering the basics. For instance, there's a general rules item for machining stainless steel on page 31. 
on 34 through 39, you go into a lot of detail on tooling types, materials, and coatings. This book really doesn't presume that you have any knowledge at all. It thoroughly, uh, and and I, I'd say it, it really is clear. It's clearly with by using photos and graphics to show you, not just explain to you with words, what you need to understand. I, I really do think this is a valuable resource. And I like how this section just sums up, you know, there's a lot of information in this handbook, but just having a quick summary, it's like when you machine stainless steels, here's what you're going to have to consider. And then the handbook contains all kinds of figures, pictures, details, explanations of why, why it behaves this way. And that's why it's a great resource. I, I know, you know, why is, is an important question. And Interestingly, there are a lot of ways that we can skin the cat, as they say. And your book classifies six different ways to skin the stainless steel cat um, for threads. It's not just, here's a section on threading. Your book goes into tapping, threading with taps and dies, threading with die heads, thread turning, thread milling thread rolling, thread grinding. I don't think I forgot any. Did I miss any? I believe you got all of them. And at the end of that, at the end of all that, you've got a troubleshooting guide for when you're doing this threading on stainless steel. With pictures. <laughs> with, with pictures, of course. So this is really a nice update for troubleshooting. I like it in that it is specific to stainless steels. So the recommendations or advice take into account the differences on thermal and other characteristics that are a part and parcel of machining stainless. And like I said earlier, that photo of chips by depth of cut compared to feed rate in the beginning of the book, well, that's actionable insight that, that someone can really use to inform their practice from this machining handbook. This is what, the third edition? Second edition. Second edition, I'm sorry. So my big ask, Michael, is uh, how can our PMPA members get a copy of this really insightful guide to machining stainless? I've added it to my list and given it a place on my shelf to the right of my chair so I can reach for it uh, daily when I'm looking at, at issues for members. Uh, how can our members take advantage of this guide? When this podcast is released, the guide, the handbook will already be available. Uh, I'm sure PMPA will be sending out a link to all of its members with a brief description of the handbook where you guys can click on a link, go to an Otakumpu website, where all you have to do is put in your company name, email, and state you're in. And we will email you an excerpt of the book for you in the meantime, when you can put in your address, where we will send you a direct copy. That sounds pretty easy. And I like the idea that they can get that excerpt first to look and see if it is, in fact, helpful information and, and confirm for themselves that it's, it's not a, a bunch of sales sales information. 
Michael, thank you and your company, Atacampu Steel Bar, for sharing this guidebook, making it available to our, our members. And now I have a final personal question. How did you like your experience as a guest on our podcast? Would you do it again? Oh, it was great. It's great. I would love to do it again. The technology is really crazy. I'm sitting here with these Mickey Mouse headphones on, and we're having a conversation as if you were in the chair beside me. Really pretty amazing. My thanks to Carly Kistler Miller for helping arrange this podcast, and to Joe Jackson, my uh, engineer extraordinaire on the audio board. Once again, Michael, thank you for joining us and sharing with our PMPA members where we make better together the way to success, the way for our shops to adapt and thrive. Your providing this handbook is sure to make a difference in how our shop's performers approach machining stainless steel in the future. It'll be less guesswork and more understanding due to the clarity of the figures and the text in this important handbook. That concludes today's Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org. PMPA members benefit from PMPA's education, problem solving, networking opportunities, benchmarking, and trends and updates reports. Don't forget to join me next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.